The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen. I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. As the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven all out his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice but they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So again, Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Some of you may remember from Greek mythology, those strange creatures known as the sirens. They appear in particular in Homer's Odyssey. They were sea nymphs, and as you may recall, they sang a song that was so beautiful that any sailor hearing it would throw himself into the sea to go to them, only to go to his own destruction. In the Odyssey, Ulysses is warned to avoid them, to avoid their island. He wants to hear them. He wants to hear the song. So he tells the crew to fill their ears with wax so that they can't hear, and to tie him to the mast. So they do. And they go past the island, and Ulysses hears the voices. And he struggles to get free of the bonds, and he begs the sailors to set him free. 
they only bind him faster to the mast when they see him struggling. And finally, when they see that he's no longer struggling, they know that they are out of sound of the voices of the sirens. There are many such voices in our world today, voices that draw people to destruction in one form or another. Some of them we're aware of, some of them we aren't. Some are loud and powerful, Invisible. Many of the isms of our world, such as communism, for instance, how many people are taken in by that voice only to find that it's really perhaps the most destructive and dehumanizing political and economic force in history once they live with it? Or Islamic terrorism, strong voice to many people, powerful voice, destructive voice. There are some that are closer to home, more personal, such as pornography, for instance. It's a much stronger voice than it used to be because it's so pervasive, it's everywhere, and it's powerful as is addiction of any sort. Those are obvious evils, though, aren't they? There are some that are more socially acceptable, that are nevertheless loud voices. Pride, envy, greed. Those are loud voices, too. Those are sirens. And perhaps the most dangerous of them all Father Spitzer spoke of them here and at St. Thomas More Academy. The desire for emotional fulfillment as I want it. Immediate gratification of my whims and desires. Those are strong voices. How do we overcome them? Our Lord speaks of them in today's gospel. He speaks of one voice. He speaks of himself as the shepherd You know that image of the shepherd was powerful in the Old Testament. We see it very often, God shepherding his people and promising them that there will be a shepherd who will come and shepherd his people. There will be one shepherd who is to come. I've mentioned before how often we see uh, figures in the history of the church who have been shepherds. There's something special about shepherds, I think. David was a shepherd. Remember when Samuel came looking for the one he was supposed to anoint? And Jesse presented all of his sons except one. And Samuel said, where is he? He said, oh, he's out pasturing the flock. He said, bring him in. He's the one. He was the one who was chosen. St. Patrick is supposed to have been a shepherd. People seem to learn a lot when they're out all by themselves with the sheep, alone with God. Joan of Arc was a shepherd. St. John Vianney was a shepherd, and on and on and on. But our Lord tells us that he is the shepherd, and he speaks about those who will follow him. As the shepherd calls his sheep by name and leads them out. We don't often think of that, do we? 
that whatever voice we listen to is calling us by name. It may seem a distant thing, whether it's good or evil, but we're called by name, and the Lord calls us by name. And when he has driven out his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. And I think we all do. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. The problem is, very often we recognize his voice amongst others. Just one voice amongst many in our lives. And not the voice that determines all the rest. And he says, they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Sadly, we often do. And the Pharisees don't understand this. And so our Lord becomes very direct. And many men, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. He's not speaking of Moses and the prophets. He's speaking of the false prophets who had come, those who wanted to lure away the people from the covenant and from the kingdom of God. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. So our Lord tells us if we listen to his voice, which is the voice of the church, by the way. It's not, it's not, the people would like to think the voice of the Lord is whatever they make that voice out to be. No, the voice of the Lord isn't what I create. It's what he gives to us. He comes to us through the church, first of all, as the scriptures tell us. That's the first way in which he comes to us. The scriptures are part of her. That's the way he reveals himself to us. And that's the voice we must keep in mind at all times. We're supposed to be walking with him and not with anybody else. If we're walking with anybody else, it's because they're walking with him too, hopefully. Otherwise, we're walking away from him. We're always going one direction or the other. Do you ever think of that? We cannot go two directions at the same time. We're going one or the other, either away to him or away from him. And he calls us to that through the church and, of course, ultimately through the Eucharist. The good shepherd comes to us. But he comes to us not in some distant way, not only through the scriptures, which is a powerful way, which is part of the church, but again through his body and blood. If you want to know where the shepherd is, the great power of the shepherd lies here. This is where we are called to follow. And we can't go wrong with that. He's always calling us to the right place. As Pope Benedict said, let us entrust ourselves to him, knowing that we are on the right path. But you also remember, the imitation of Christ had a very beautiful way of putting this. Uh, we don't read that as much as we should anymore. But it's a, very, it's a book I think that should be on every bookshelf in every home. But it refers to following the Lord in this way. It's a good translation by Monsignor Ronald Knox, too. Uh, he said, Come on, friends. Let us advance together. Jesus will be with us. It is for the sake of Jesus that we have taken up this cross. Remember, the shepherd always leads us to the cross. He may lead us to ecstasy and success, sadness and failure, but cross will always be there. So he said, it is for the sake of Jesus that we have taken up this cross. For his sake, let us keep on with it to the end. Jesus will help us, for he has gone before us to be our guide. See where this king of ours goes forth in front of us. That's important. 
See where that king of ours goes forth in front of us. He will be fighting at our side. Let us be strong and follow him. And none of us gulk in terror. Let us go forth bravely to die in battle and not sully our glory by abandoning the standard of the cross. That's where the good shepherd leads us and that's where we must follow him. Wherever that might be, whether we know it or not, whether we can see it or not, doesn't matter as long as we are following him. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the Good Shepherd and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, she will always listen to the voice of her shepherds, that she may be courageous in following the Shepherd, especially into suffering, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, they may come to know the Good Shepherd, to know his church, and to know his sacraments. We pray to the Lord. For those children who received their first communion yesterday, that they may always grow in the grace of that sacrament, we pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering, the lonely, the frustrated, and the confused, that they may know the consolation of the Good Shepherd in the midst of their sufferings, for those who are greatly tempted, for those who have wandered away from the shepherd, we pray to the Lord. Lord for an end to abortion and euthanasia, we pray to the Lord. Lord for an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women will answer the call of the Good Shepherd to proclaim the kingdom of God. For a greater reverence, for the prophetic nature of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord For our administrator, our future bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, that they will be strong in answering the call, courageous in responding to the grace that is theirs, we pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died on the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed and for all of us here that we may faithfully follow the voice of the Good Shepherd wherever it may lead us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of the Good Shepherd as we sing. (laughs) 